Okay, so this is us back with a quick update. Sure managed to catch up with Matt Tweedy. He was good enough to catch up with me on Friday night and we had a good long chat for about 20 minutes or so. And I'll put that on just in a minute or so. It's good to catch up with Matt. I know he's had his trials and tribulations this season at Stirling and they're obviously struggling a little bit with regards to personnel and they're going to be relying upon a number of their young guns to carry the team. I think this year they've lost a a couple of really strong players for them last season. And yeah, let's see how they get on. They're playing East Kilbride, so I think I'd put actually East Kilbride down for a win there in my own thoughts. But it's going to be hell of a close with regards to any game, I think, this coming weekend. That's to say if we get played. Now, if we don't get played on Saturday, then there's a whole raft of Scottish Cup games that are coming up on Sunday. And then we might just do a preview show. It just depends how much cricket is played and if I can get uh, together with Chris and we can run through. But I guess the most intriguing game is the Uddingston-Clydesdale game. It's a big weekend for Uddingston. They've got West tomorrow and then they face Clydesdale. And I guess that if they're able to pull off two wins there, then that really sets them up well for that a run in the, the Scottish Cup. If they're able to turn over Clydesdale, then they've probably got a game against Aberdeenshire. And then if they're able to get through Aberdeenshire, then they're probably going to get a game against one of three, Forfisher, Carlton or Grange. So pretty, pretty tough. As far as the bottom end of the draw is concerned, Watson's take on Heriot, so one of them is going to get knocked out. The winner of that plays Prestwick or East Kilbride. Wester against Drumpelier out at Langlone on Sunday and Stirling have got a game against Kelburn and Pollock travel up to our broth. So I think what we'll do is we will have a chat with Chris hopefully tomorrow and we'll maybe do a quick preview show because I guess you guys, if you're listening to this, all you're going to be watching tomorrow is the rain coming down. So let's get the Matt Tweedy interview on and we'll catch you on the other side. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yes, good, 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 good. Long week, long week. And I guess, if, do you have to do all that? Do you have to do that every week, go down to Brighton, or is that just a one-off thing? Oh, no, that's every week, so I'm oh. down, down for a couple of days a week every week, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, because uh, it's quite tiring, I, I miss one day of training every week, okay. um, but... Uh, and how long, so. how long have you been doing what that you? for? Uh, oh, when is it? It's July last year. Right. Wow. And I guess it doesn't get any easier. No, it's probably probably worse, actually. You get maybe get a, bit, a bit more tired of it, I think, the longer it goes on. Uh-huh. But uh, hopefully for not, not too much longer. <laughs> good, 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 good. So you'd be pleased, obviously, getting your win against Pollock last week and, and breaking the duck. It's been a wet old start to the season. Um, how are you feeling things are going? Yeah, not too bad, actually. I think... Um, we have must have six. I think we've had six weeks. This is week seven mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. So uh, we've got three games completed, and we got half a game completed against 
um, press week. So yeah, it's, just, it's a bit of a shame that the season keeps getting interrupted. Mm-hmm. So, and yet every every weekend since the either second or third weekend of the season, we've basically been either hanging around getting games called off, or we've had to do a lot of groundwork until sort of three in the afternoon to eventually get a game on. So and it looks like it's going to be the same tomorrow as well. So. It's going quite well. Other than that, I think every game we've played so far has been close. Mm-hmm. We've lost, we've lost a couple in one-one, but they've all been sort of 30, 30 20 runs in it. Um, so it's good and competitive and enjoyable. It's just a shame that it's uh, it's so wet. It's it's very tight. I think. The, the the games the guys that I've spoken to there are very few games even between those that are perceived to be in the top five and those in the bottom five that there's there's always a competitive edge between all of the games. Yeah, I think I think so. I don't really. I was saying I was actually saying it to our guys last week when we won a game. It was like I think every game we're going to play this year, pretty much, bar maybe one or two matches, they're all going to be very competitive, and it'll all kind of come down to. Sort of small moments in the game that are going to sort of uh, turn it one way or the other, or mm-hmm. lose it. So I think the team that sort of is really competitive and good at winning those close matches will do well. But it's uh, it's going to be close all the way through. I think. Well, there was the game at West last week. I I was playing down in the 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 twos, and we came back from Clydesdale to catch the last sort of ten overs or so. And uh, obviously West beat Clydesdale uh, by two wickets. But but Dave McNulty, and what probably nobody knows, is that Dave McNulty just popped one straight down the throat of Long On and had the, and it was a relatively straightforward catch. And if he'd clung yeah. on to that, then, you know, that's a reverse. There's no way I don't think that West would have clung on there and taken the 25 points. So it is these very, very small margins that are, are going to to affect individual games and, and potentially the, the league in the end of the day. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And we played, we played Paul, in the game against Pollock at the weekend, and we dropped uh, their, their captain, Craig Young, twice at slip. Um, and then we dropped, I think, uh, we dropped another one as well, um, our keeper behind the wicket. So we dropped three catches before we took one. And it kind of felt like one of those days that we're, we're not going to do enough, but then... We hung on to two or three pretty good catches actually later on in the game, and that ended up just sort of turning it in our favour. So yeah, yeah, you're totally right. I think small small moments like that are probably going to decide quite a lot of games this year. I think. And your game was reduced to 34 overs, and you got played the 34 overs. There wasn't a Duckworth loose on that one, was there? No, no. The weather actually last Saturday was pretty good. Um, it was actually quite warm. Uh, it got a bit sunnier towards the end, but. It was just it had been so wet through the week. We had to uh, we had to be grounds for Sterling, and, and the game got called off the box pitch basically the night before. We knew we weren't going to play, um, so then we moved it up to the top pitch, and then we spent about sort of two and a half, three hours doing work on a couple of really damp patches on the top pitch to get the game on. Mm-hmm. But then once it started at three, it, it was always going to get finished because the weather was actually pretty good. And w- would you rather play on the bottom pitch or the top pitch? Is is one a better deck than the other? How do you work out which which uh, pitch you want to play on? Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Um, the so the bottom pitch is a bit bigger, um, and the, the the track is probably it's a little bit slower than the top pitch. It's not quite as good a batting deck. All the balls are pretty good. So the top pitch, if it's a really good hot summer and the outfield's really short, really fast, but the pitches are really hard, the top pitch is a pretty small boundary and a really really good batting deck. It must be sort of I would, I would probably say like sort of top five in the country for batting decks it's mm-hmm. fantastic bound. so it's not really a good cricket wicket if that makes sense whereas the bottom deck is a bit of a bigger pitch and it's maybe not quite as good a batting deck and it, it, help, it gives a little bit more for the bowlers I would say 
Um, so it actually becomes quite a good cricket wicket. Um, so, so that's kind of why we, we choose to play down there. It's a bit more balanced, if that makes sense. But if you looked at the opposition and you thought, you know what, we'd rather just try and try him on the top deck, would you do that? Or would you always have your first team games on the bottom deck? No, no, we always just have them on the bottom deck. Yeah, to be right, okay. Uh, because, well, I don't think we, if we had the choice, and we have had the choice, because the last couple of seasons, up until this season, that the top pitch has been empty because we've not had uh, a third or a fourth team playing at home. And we've always just played down the bottom anyway. That, that's just kind of our standard. Sure. Um, and, and now that we have, because we have other uh, teams renting our top pitch now, and they play at a bit of a lower level, so it, it probably makes sense that the kind of higher level you play, you have a slightly bigger ground, otherwise it, it might be a little bit Yeah. I think, um, I think I think West Threes have gone up and, and played a couple of games there on a, on a Saturday. Yeah, I think so. I think so because they're now. I think they've got a team in the fourth division, and because it's a home and away, obviously the ones and twos, then they'll, they'll never play at the Crescent, and they'll, they'll always yeah. need to try and find if they're playing a home game, they'll need to try and rent something out. It's a bit of a schlep to get up there, but you know what? If they, if they can get some cricket on a what sounds like a great wicket, then uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's it's not not quite so good this year because obviously so wet. But again, the the, the outfield is generally better as well because last week um, the bottom pitch and the bottom outfield was in worse state, and it looks like this week as well. I think the the bottom pitch is going to be in a bit of a worse state than the top pitch mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, it's generally just a, just a pretty good pitch to be honest. Just just a wee bit small, I think. And just running through the scorecard there. Uh, Davidson carried his bat there. I mean, that's been crucial for you. Just nerdled it about, did he, for for 34 overs or bat pretty well? Yeah, he batted really well. He's, I mean, Jasper's only, I think he's 17. Um, but he's got a good, uh, good kind of mature head on his shoulders mm-hmm. and uh, very solid technique. He's a very good cricketer. And has he played much for you this season? No, so he's, um, he's still um, down at, he's still at school down south, so he's managed to pop up um, for a couple of weekends. Once the school finishes, then he'll be able to play the, the rest of the season with us. Wow. So that'll be kind of the second half of the season. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been handy to have him for a couple of weekends. Mm. And, uh, and then hopefully in a few weeks' time, we'll get him back for, for every game. And is he on pathways up here? Is he got? Uh, is he with Warriors? or? No, not with Warriors. Um, he is with um, the Scotland 17s. I right. presume he's still qualifying for the 17s this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's been in the Scotland setup for at least one or two years now. Right. So, so yeah, he's kind of on that pathway, if that makes sense. So he's on the on the radar. Yeah, definitely. And Tom Bradburn, is he, has he been struggling a bit? Just doesn't seem to. I know. I guess most of the batsmen, if you talk to them, that the decks really haven't been very conducive to batting. But he he seems to be not not setting the heather on fire as he maybe did last season. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I think that's probably the case for all of us, uh, or a few, a few of the guys that. In our team, that probably are, are we need to rely upon to score runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I think Tom Jones got a sixty odd at Uddingston, um, but there's been a few of us that have just myself included have not really done much so far this year. So I don't think it's just Tom. I think there's a few of us that haven't played well enough yet. So I think we all need to, to step up a little bit. But I think we have been progressively getting better and better through the year. So I think we will get there. It's just been a little bit of a slow start batting wise. I think. Yeah, yeah. And where are you thinking you're going to end up finishing in the in the league? You know, you, you still got aspirations for top five? Yeah, I would hope so. Again, I think because a lot of the games are going to be very close this year, it could, I think it, is, it could be very difficult to predict. Because if you get on a good run, yeah. um, and we actually start, because our bowling attack's fairly solid, I think, 
usually fielding are pretty solid as well generally um, and if a few of us can start scoring consistent and, and fairly big runs then we could do quite well uh, but because a lot of the games are so close uh, and I think the league is very competitive it, it's kind of hard to predict if that makes sense I don't think there's two or three teams that are obviously much better and two or three teams that are obviously much worse in a sense uh, mm-hmm. say a lot of the games would be quite close so I, th- I think sort of mid-table is realistically what, what we're going to aim for and if we have a good one it could be similar to last year we maybe get the edge of uh, top three or four um, but yeah I think mid-table realistically is kind of kind of where we're going to to finish. And who you got on Sunday? And the the, the Scottish who you where, where are you playing there? Uh, it's Kelburn on Sunday, so okay. we're home on Sunday as well. So I haven't seen the forecasting. The forecast for tomorrow is not great, although I think it has been getting a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then Sunday I think is uh, a little bit better. So hopefully we can get um, hopefully we can get that in. And what about you guys? I, mean, I see some of the teams struggle to get guys to play Saturday and Sunday. What what's the commitment like for you guys? Oh, really good, actually, to be fair. That's Very excellent. Good. This is the fourth year I've been doing the captaincy. And I've actually probably, in terms of like a first-team squad, that I call that, I have kind of a list of names that I, I pick for my first team in the past. In previous years, I've had 15, 16 guys. But then for like Sundays, I've had like six or seven available. But this year, I probably have less to pick from mm-hmm. on a week-to-week basis. But then I've not had an issue with, uh, with trying to pick up guys from the twos or getting last minutes or call-ups. Everyone's been available pretty much every game for one or two guys each week. So, yeah, I've been really lucky with that, actually. Good. And how does the Scottish work? Is that just purely a draw? Is it seeded at all? Uh, don't know. Good question. I, I know it's just a draw. So, if you, yeah. uh, if you go on the website, you can see there's a draw, so you can kind of map your way through um, the, the draw. So, I think... I think in the second round, the team we're playing, I think it's Kinlock, I think. Right, so so it's not like in the in the football where it's drawn from a hat. It's the, the draw is the draw, and then you can see how you map out up up to the final. A bit like tennis, yeah, I, I suppose. So. Yeah, I think so. The, the, the way it's laid out on the website, anyway, is, uh, is definitely that you, you can track it all the way through. Yeah. Um, so you could always try and guess who, who you're most likely to play, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think the team we've got, and the second, if we do win, the team we would have in the second round is a team called Kinlock because they got a bye. Oh yes, I, I saw that. Guaranteed that we would play them next if we win, or the winner of our game would play them next. Right, and then you're th- then if you can do that, then you're thinking of going quite deep into the competition. Yeah, it'd be good. I, I think we had a we had a good Scottish Cup run. We got we got to the final in 2010, but honestly, other than that, I can't really think of where we got that far in the Scottish Cup. We've had a lot of years where we've had to travel to like our local way or something in the first round. I've never got past it, so it'd be nice to get a good run again. I'll tell you, and you wouldn't have been playing, I'll tell you when you last got to the final, because Brucey was playing, Bruce Russell, Johnny Taylor, I don't think Mortz was playing, but I remember they beat us, they beat West in the semi, so I think we had Sajid Ali playing for us, and I remember you guys batted, scored about 2.30, and we were nowhere. Uh, So that would have been, oh gosh... That could have been late nineties, maybe mid nineties, and I remember Bruce Russell. He, I think he hired a, an open deck, a, an open deck coach to take the team down. Uh-huh. Wow. It could it could only be Brucey. It's just that's hilarious. I need to ask. I'll see. Uh, I'll see John Taylor at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great stuff, great stuff. Uh, so, just going back to that game against Pollock, I think what was interesting was that they 
had a horror show in the extras, 21 extras, and you guys, uh, 31 extras against your 12. So I guess given the fact that there was, you know, less than 20 in the game, because you'd kept it tight with no balls, wides and, and leg buys, you could say that you won on, on that. It was as tight as that. Yeah, I think it was actually. So I did. I did say to one of our guys through the week. I think we won by was it seventeen? Maybe it feels like it was seventeen off the top of my head. And yeah, we had twelve extras. They had thirty-one. So they had they had nineteen more extras. Yeah, so yeah, in theory, the, the extras made the difference in the end. So mm. yeah. So again, again, it kind of shows that our, our our bowling and fielding is generally pretty solid. Um, so yeah, it shows that that kind of pulls us through. So yeah, it's good to see. I know you've only played three games, but anybody that you you're liking the look of this season from 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 the teams, yeah. Um, let me think. I'm trying to think. Who we played. I think I think some look quite strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Clydesdale. When we played Clydesdale first game, I don't think either of us played particularly well. They they didn't bat very well. We batted even worse. And then bowling wise, we, we both of us kind of just looked fairly solid. I don't think there's anything sort of too special. I think Clydesdale looked pretty good. I'm sorry, yeah, Uddingston looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. I imagine they would, they would always be quite strong. Um, I guess, I've not played them yet, but I would have thought Fergusley um, are still going to be quite strong this year. So yeah, Uddingston and Fergusley, I guess. Yeah, be, I mean, they've, they've just not played any cricket at all. I think they've only played two out of the out of the six, so you know they they potentially be, will be ring rusty, but they're down at Greenock tomorrow. I can't possibly think that Greenock, the way that they're been struggling this season, I can't possibly think that that they're going to turn them over. But you just you never know. Yeah, it's true. You, you don't know because I think I did I did have a look at the table at the weekend actually. And I think I saw there were still three teams that were yet to get off the mark, and um, I think Greenock are one of them. But as you say, it's easy that. With the way the league is this year, it's easy that a team could just turn up and, and spring a surprise, I suppose. And the thing is, because everybody's played so few games, if you put a couple of wins together, you'll shoot up the table really quickly. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was shocked, actually, because we lose the first couple of games and we won our first game. And I was fully expecting to look at the table and still be in the relegation zone. Well, you're in six. Um, and, th- and then we're in six, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, as you say, I think it, it probably will only take a couple of wins or, or a good run of three or four games. And that that'll push you quite far up the table. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get on that at some point this year. Okay, and then just for the the season and, and moving forward, who are you hoping that's going to start moving forward as far as individuals in your team are concerned? Who would you like to see, you know, have a, a really good season and has maybe put the work in, and, and you're really hoping that they get the the benefits from that? Well, I mean, I think I think I don't, I don't really don't pick anyone out specifically, but we have quite a, a good group of young players so like, as I mentioned before sort of Tom Bradburn Tom Jones Jasper Davidson uh, when he's up sort of slightly more full time for us mm-hmm. Akram Shakur as well I should always mention he's bowled really really well this year um, up top for us been very consistent he bowled well on Saturday didn't he 3 for 42 that's a good stint yeah he's, and he's, he's, to be fair he's, he's bowled really well all year and maybe not quite got the, the wickets and the rewards that he deserves he's been excellent so you know there's quite a lot a good group of young guys in our team and I think generally if if, uh, if those guys can all kind of progress and, and work well together then we should have quite a strong team so uh, I, I guess I'd just like to see that group of sort of four or five guys continue to progress and, and they are doing well at the moment so the better they get the better for us I suppose Great, great and who have you got tomorrow again? Uh, it is East Kilbride tomorrow Right, okay and I think you've got them up there, haven't you? They're travelling up to yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about them. I think 
hilariously, I think the last time I played, I don't know, I didn't play them, but it was uh, we we had in the, we won our Western Cup in twenty the Western Cup in twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, can't remember the year. Yeah, and um, we had East Kilbride in the semis, I think it was, mm-hmm. and uh, it got rained off once, and then it got rained off a second time. So we went, we travelled through it the second time, and we wouldn't play. But we had to have a bowl off to decide who would get to the final. So I think we beat them like. Maybe like two one or something. Yeah. On a bowl off. So that's the last time. I don't think I've ever actually played against them like a home game, but I've uh, had a bowl off against them. Quite it's a ridiculous time. thing when you get the bowl off because you thought a that there's an unguarded wicket, b that's three stumps, and it it's always one either one nil or two one. You know, it's never a sort of seven six thriller. Yeah, it's never impressive. No, no. <laughs> it's always just like it's always like the the, the, uh, the front line bowlers. The, the better bowlers sometimes mess, and then you get someone that bowls like wicket to wicket, uh, yeah, medium pace, yeah. Or bowls little part time off, he's uh-huh. a couple times and he wins, so yeah, it's quite funny how it works. Good stuff, good stuff. Well, watch out for Manib because he comes on at the last, uh, he tends to take the last 10, so um, which surprised us, I have to say. Uh, he, when we played him first game of the season, he actually arrived late. Um, but apparently that's what he likes doing. He likes coming on sort of over thirty through to fifty, so he'll bowl one end at the last ten, and uh, and see see how he gets on there. So it'll be interesting to see if he does that again this week. What does he do? Is he a spinner? Leggy, yeah. Manib's a leggy. Leggy, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so quite an interesting ploy, putting your your leggy on, and he's probably their best bowler. I would think they've got a lefty as well. They've got a left arm tweaker. Um, and they've got Campman who will come and just bowl steady stuff. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I think and they're a good bunch of guys, really nice bunch of guys. Shaky's uh, a nice lad, and, uh, and Maneev's got some good chats. So, yeah, you'll enjoy their company, there's no doubt about that. Cool, cool, sounds good. Yeah, well, I hope that'll be good. So I hope we, uh, I hope we get a game anyway. I know the forecast is a bit dodgy, but mm-hmm. fingers crossed we get a game and, and it's a fun one. Good, 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 good. Well, listen, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it, okay. and uh, best of luck tomorrow. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for time again. All right. Uh, I'll catch you. Cheers, Matt. Okay, that was just a quick interview there with Matt Tweedy. Personally, I've not had a chance to have a look at Jasper Davidson, but certainly any kid who's able to carry his bat for 34 overs and get 60 not out in a Premiership game and only be 17, he certainly must, must be able to play the game. So be good to see him do well this season along with Tom Jones and and Mr Bradburn. It's now Friday night when I'm recording this and I'm going to just put this one to bed. Rain hasn't started yet. I think it's probably going to roll in overnight. But let's see what it's like Saturday morning and hopefully we might get some cricket. I'm going to sign off now. Keep nudging, keep nerdling. You've been listening to Out the Shoe. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. This is my Some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna be a